0: Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Ruto, joined as always by A.J. Haefeli. Playing a little bit of happy because tomorrow training camps officially start for at least a few teams around the league, which is great news. Hockey is nearly back and that makes me happy. Less happy is the Abs goaltending situation, at least beyond their first two goalies. We'll get to that in a minute. I do want to cover a little bit of news first. Just announced that the AHL does have a plan in place to begin their season on February 5th. Still a lot of details to work out for them, of course, but given the Avs situation with a number of players that they likely want playing games instead of being on the taxi squad, that's good news for them.
1: Yeah, I mean it um the, the uncertainty over will they won't they with the junior leagues was one thing, but <clears throat> the the answer now of okay, there's gonna be an AHL season and there's confidence that they're the Eagles will be among the teams that play. Yep. Um I don't know if they play in Colorado or what the plan ultimately ends up being, but the Eagles should definitely be one of the teams in action this season. And that should help because that changes, you know, what we would basically have to redo our taxi squad episode.
0: Yeah. If there was I no think.
1: AHL team and it would just be like, just fill it with prospects. Yep. You're not messing with Miko Salamaki at that point. You're, you're filling it. You know, it would just be kids that you need to get any kind of development to. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So um that's the and hey in AHL season it's good for the guys who maybe you know it's it's good for a guy like Connor Timmons, who needs to play. Yep. He needs to play games um to prove that he can stay healthy, not that he can look really good in practice, which he's done multiple times to this point. So that's just good. It's good, it's good for the league. Uh, it's it's good for everybody. I mean, the AHL is finally getting to a point where 31 teams, you know, we were about to be 32 teams, and all 32 were about to have their own affiliations. None of the split affiliations, none of these, you know, some of these teams aren't even affiliated. A true development league is where it was, we were, the AHL was really getting to. More and more teams were putting just drafted European prospects uh, in there. Teams were getting more aggressive and using the AHL as a legitimate development space. This is this has been a setback, but it the AHL continuing on with business this year, it's yeah. great news for that and
0: league. More and more teams even moving towards direct ownership of the NHL team down to the AHL team. Yep. Eagles not one of those, but a number of teams doing that, and the fact that the AHL can even have a season, minor leagues are not like the NHL they can't just take a season off and be okay.
1: Yeah. And especially, I mean, we talk about how much, uh, the NHL needs, uh, gate receipts. Significantly more true for the AHL. They need fans and stands. And there have been some, some ideas that teams would just play in practice facilities so that they don't have to, uh, take on the cost of renting the facility. Sure. Um, that would that would be a huge boon. If there's not going to be fans anyway, then why not, right? Yeah. You know, I I don't know what happens to the AHL TV product in that case, but I think that's probably a secondary concern.
0: Yeah. Um I I actually do wonder what the numbers on AHL TV are, but it's I, such I, a good deal that I
1: really have no idea. Yep. So every every passionate hockey fan should have it.
0: It's great. It's I yeah. love it. I mean, granted AJ and I are massive prospect nerds, but Sure. It it's still if you have any interest in, in AHL hockey, I think it's a deal that's definitely worth it. But
1: Yeah. I mean it's just the price of it for a season just and you know, there are different options, but just to just to watch Eagles games.
0: Yeah. And obviously the AHL still as AJ mentioned, where are people gonna play for minor yeah. league teams, travel management and travel costs are a lot bigger concern than it is for NHL teams that have private jets that they can just fly around everywhere.
1: Yeah, these guys aren't – not a lot of NHL teams are flying charter flights. Yeah. Um, it will be they, – they still have a ton of logistics uh, to sort out. I think there's probably going to be a Canadian division as well. Yep. The real question is what happens with the teams like Edmonton that don't have Ooh. local teams. Yeah. Who have an American affiliate. That's, that's gotta be one of the next things that they tackle, but all in all encouraging that the AHL is going to be a thing this year. Yeah. Really good for the EVs. It would have really hurt
0: them. Yeah, for sure. It, mm. a team sitting where the evs are needing as much development as possible on their professional prospects. I, I'd have to dive deeper into other team systems to see if there's anyone that needed it as badly, but it's up there. Yeah, Gregor, two weeks, two weeks to opening night. I can't wait. I'm, I'm very excited for not, hockey, not only hockey to return, but our content for the next two weeks should be a lot of fun as well. Um, so, yeah, that should be a blast. Uh, let's get into today's actual topic a little bit here. We... Have Grubauer and Franso's? That's all well and fine. I don't think either of us really think that's much of a problem. But
1: yeah, you and I, we we saw we saw what was last year and said, hey, you know, Grubauer's injury in the postseason sucked. Um, Franso's having to play hurt really takes away from any kind of analysis on what he did in the postseason. Um, so we're comfortable to, with saying, hey, run it back. If they both have injury problems again, becomes becomes a different conversation, right?
0: Yeah, 100%. If, if the Avs have healthy goaltenders, we just don't know what that series would have looked like.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, their goaltenders are good enough, I think, to, to at least get them into cup contention and into a conference final for sure
0: where the problem arises is with that third goaltender.
1: Yeah. The third goaltender was a problem last year going into camp. It was something we talked all summer about. Um, I kind of railed against it constantly. And then they traded Nick Milosh for Antoine Bebo, who was hurt, immediately got hurt. It's I've never been entirely clear on what his health status was at the time of acquiring him. um, Because he like, showed up to Eagles camp and was hurt already or got hurt on the first day. And
0: then magically won an NHL game and then was out for the rest of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then, yeah, he was
1: not playing. And then we were wondering what's going to happen. Bebo's been hurt. And the abs call him up and are like, you're healthy for this one game. (laughs) And he goes out there and he wins the game. Yep. And then immediately has season-ending surgery and signs with Carolina in the off season, but almost like it just never happened.
0: Yep. It's so very strange. That was weird. Least. Yeah. Uh,
1: And then Bebo's injury necessitated the trade deadline move where they, you know, using pretty good foresight there again, dipping into their AHL defense last year, which at the start of the year in training camp was very full. Yep. Um, The, you know, taking out, take out Malosh and then, Take out Rose. Callie Rosen yep. and trade him to Toronto for Hutchinson. All right, that's great. Um, Yeah, they they were in this problem last year. They took steps to to solve it, and then this year they wanted to, to roll the dice with the guys that stepped up in, in the AHL last season. Adam Werner's first pro year in North America was encouraging, and Hunter Miska had a strong enough year to get an NHL contract. I don't have any problem. I honestly didn't have a problem with their approach this season. It made sense. The taxi squad requiring uh, a third goaltender at all times, though, it just changes the math.
0: Yeah. Uh, Particularly, I think, with Adam Werner, um, a guy who last year was his first year in North America, and... There's certainly still some things for him to prove in the AHL as far as consistency is concerned. And mm-hmm. so putting him as the third goaltender would put the Avs in a tough spot where, great, he's practicing with the NHL team, but you don't get to see what his consistency looks like over a course of games if he's with yeah. that taxi squad. I
1: mean, it's, it's great to, to be working with UC Parkola every day. Yep. But in, you always need games. They just, they're, they need to be in the net. You know, it's one thing that we talk about when a guy gets drafted and developed, the guy has to have reps. He has to have a net. He has to be in goal. He has to be playing consistently to develop. You don't develop just in practice. You know, it's all good and well for him to be up with the NHL goaltending coach, but Colorado as an organization, I think this is a thing that they've done really well all of their goalie coaches work together and teach the same stuff. They, you know, UC Parkless sets the tone. He works with the other coaches and he, he gets them all on the same page so that even when he's not there, he's getting the same coaching. He's getting the same things that he would be getting uh, in the HL if he were in the NHL. And so that's, it, it just, you know, that's that's a great thing that Colorado has done. They have invested a lot more into that position over the last few years than they have in, you know, back in the day. You remember not that long ago, they had a part-time goaltending consultant in Kirk McLean where yeah. it was like goaltenders would go out there and just skate around by themselves. Who was it? Uh, and then...
0: Was it Calgary that brought on a whole like goaltending squad of of coaches this year?
1: Florida with the Luongos.
0: Yeah, there you go. So Yeah. Um
1: and Francois Alaire. And when Francois Lair came to Colorado with Patrick Wah, that was really the beginning of Colorado's major investment into goaltending coaching. And when Alaire left, they continued it with Parkula and then uh uh Jean Yan Philitra was the AHL goaltending coach under Alaire at the time, still in the organization. Um, they've also got—I can never remember his name—but the Eagles goaltending coach that's always been around. Uh, oh, I think his yeah. last name is Bachman. And they—they they have all the their coaches on the same page.
0: Hey, Ryan oh, Bach. Ryan Bach. Bach. Okay. Yeah, you were—you're were close. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Um, and I feel bad because I can never remember it, but I recognize him for a dude that's bad with faces. That's a big thing for me. I would, I would be able to pick that guy out on the street. (laughs) Um, so anyway.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say it's time for us to take our first period break there. As we can tell you guys about Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, whether it be their Christmas beer, which won't be around for too much longer. Try to get your hands on that while you can. The Broncos Country, the Juice Drop, the Mango IPA, the Palisade Peach, the Strawberry Sky. Those are just like the random ones that came to my head. There's there's plenty of other flavors as well. They have a bunch. So go to the Breck Beer Locator online to find some near you and Choose your favorite type of beer. If you can't find it and you're local, you can get it all down at the farmhouse in Littleton. So if you're in Colorado, be sure to head on down there and give some of their amazing beers a try today. Of course, we also have Chevalier Mortgage. Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business for over 15 years. And they're also amazing CSU alums as well as longtime DNVR members as well. So if you want to help support our partners, they are amazing people to talk to. You can head on over to dnvrmortgage.com to Most importantly, get a free consultation about your finances, but also sign yourself up to win some free DNVR merch as well. So you can win a free DNVR shirt or hat just by signing up over there on their website again you can go to dnvrmortgage.com or call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 both Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation when you do visit them Michael Chevalier NMLS 1931006 Virginia Chevalier NMLS 1910631 second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook with Ruto and AJ. I see a couple of uh, interesting questions here in the chat talking about the third goalie situation and the reality of, look, if you're playing your third goalie, you're not talking about winning a cup anyway. While that is absolutely true, in the season that we have ahead of us, where hockey teams are about to play 56 games in 116 days, multiple three games in four-day stretches. In some cases, I think the Abs have a stretch where they play like 7 and 10 or something like that. There's certainly a reality of, at very least, needing a third goaltender as a backup on some nights.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and the third goaltender being required um, operates as their e-bug as well. So as, as fun as the e-bug story was from last year, you're going to get an actual professional goaltender this time around <laughs> in case something crazy happens. Those guys just roll out of the stands and are like, okay, let's do the thing.
0: Yeah. I Obviously no team wants to end up using an e-bug in, in most situations, but just come prepared. I mean, the goalie situation in a season like this is goalies play the vast majority of games, the full 60 minutes. So when it comes to conditioning, when it comes to a sprint season, their load needs to be managed a whole lot more than everybody else's. And that's where a third goaltender comes in, especially in a division like the Colorado avalanche have, right? You want, grubauer you want Francois ready for those games against st louis for those games against vegas if you're at the end of a long road trip and you have a game against la or a game against a struggling arizona team you might try to find a little bit of rest for somebody
1: yeah i have a hard time believing teams will turn to a third goaltender on purpose unless you were in a position where the rangers were last year um you know where they just had too many options three
0: quality ones sure well
1: they were they were kind of stuck because it's had outplayed the ahl and was like the guy's too good he's the future of the position we got to do this and they still had lundquist and gorgiev around so you know they were just the the, i don't i don't think very many teams are going to be in that position this year uh, Dallas would have been one of them, and I think probably will be one of them when Bishop gets healthy. Uh, and because I expect Jake Ottinger will be in the NHL uh, as their backup behind Kudobin, and you know whatever. But the third goaltender, I don't, I don't know that teams will purposely turn to that goaltender, even if even if they're trying to like, hey, we're we're playing against a bottom feeded team. Sure. You know, we'll turn to this guy. I I, I just I, I just don't think they're team it's it. an option.
0: I don't think they'd want to turn to him as the starter. Again, I think I could certainly see them throwing him as the backup on the bench for a, a handful of games or something. Uh, but, you know, how much of a difference does that really make? I don't know. Maybe not that much uh ultimately though the i guess part of the question here for the avalanche begins with who do you put on the taxi squad for your third goaltender is it adam werner is it hunter misca or do they go outside of the organization
1: i mean i think right now they have to do something uh the list of free agents sucks yep is bad <laughs> it's real bad Uh, it was, it was a little more intriguing two weeks ago when we kind of touched on this the first time and guys like Ryan Miller were out there where you could be like, ah, maybe
0: here's, uh, the top of the list of goalie free agents right now with, as previously mentioned, Corey Schneider has a handshake deal with New York.
1: Yep. Uh, Craig Anderson and Garrett Sparks are both PTOs. So, so those would have been the other guys of interest. Uh, Mike Condon is hurt. So he's actually not so the, an, an, an option.
0: You have Jimmy Howard as a guy who actually played NHL games last year.
1: Yeah, Jimmy Howard. Uh, and then, you know, Jared Coro. You're really going to load up on former Red Wings goaltenders. <laughs> and then a bunch of these other guys. Uh, the, the four guys that did not get qualifying offers, I think they have a combined 36 AHL games in their careers not great. So not great here. <laughs> uh so this is not great. This is not an encouraging list. This is the kind of list where uh you say this and you say screw this. I'm not touching this. Yep. Um what I think what I think they should do is wait it out. Yeah. Waivers, waivers are still required throughout the league. There are going to be teams that have multiple of these types of guys because of the taxi squad requirement. Wait for a team to wave a goaltender that you feel... Hell, wait for Toronto to wave Michael Hutchinson and just freaking claim him. That's it. They have the cap space. You have to have a third goaltender. This is the first time (coughs) really ever that having a third goaltender or claiming a third goaltender and keeping him around on your active roster makes sense. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense to... uh, I. I would not. I don't want to see Adam Warner on the taxi squad. I want Adam Warner in the AHL playing games. If they play a forty-game season, I want him playing thirty of those games. I Just, Adam Warner, and he is a meaningful prospect. I want that guy developing. Well, no, it, it, Eustace Annan is going to be in Loveland next fall. They need to know sooner than later what they have.
0: I think. Uh, There's a little bit more nuance to that conversation, though, right? You want Adam Werner in the AHL to play hockey games, but if the Avs lose a goaltender for a significant amount of time to the point where their third goaltender may actually have to play a decent amount of games, then you can consider calling Werner up assuming he's earned it. Yep. Exactly. But having him sit around Mm -hmm. on the taxi squad not playing games... You, you enter a tough situation because let's say the Avs go 30 games with healthy goaltenders before one gets hurt, mm-hmm. and now Adam Werner hasn't played a, net, a hockey game in three months. Are you really going to start that dude? Yeah. So leaving him on a taxi squad, is that is the problem the Avs are facing, is how do they manage their goaltender situation with a taxi squad where you have a player just not playing?
1: Yeah. Um, I, you know, Miska... Miska is the dude that I would say if they don't add anybody else, he's my taxi squad goaltender because you don't really, this sounds bad. You don't really care if that guy plays or not.
0: Um, From an NHL perspective.
1: Yeah. You're trying to develop Warner and that's, he needs to play in order to do that. Yeah. Like, pink flat out. So, the third
0: goalie will be the, the emergency backup. So, yes, at very also, least the, the goalie shows up.
1: the the call up The call up situation is a little tougher uh, because a, a guy you have to go through the taxi squad to get to the NHL team. You have to have so a seven get, day stop. Yeah. yeah. You have to be on the taxi squad for seven days before you can be put onto the NHL active roster. Now, there are emergency situations, and those the emergency rules will be laxer this year than they have been in previous years. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I never got around to actually looking up exactly what they were.
0: Um, but I don't know if they released exactly what they were yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's the actual documentation from the NHL on this stuff has been hard to come by. For sure, um, but it's it, it is a situation at the moment where I think you just say we need a fifth goaltender. You claim a guy. I think yeah. the best the best route is just to claim somebody. It
0: happens every single year where half a dozen goalies get waived, and it may happen a little bit less because of the taxi squad this year, but. It's still going to happen to some extent. Who who was it you were talking about before the show that has a forty-two man training camp roster for all the goalies they're bringing? So yeah, they some have of six goaltenders. Dudes, yeah, some of those dudes can't make the lineup. Yeah. Now, is, will yeah. there be a viable one? We'll wait and see. But
1: right, if if some of these guys go through waivers or like the guys that we saw in that free agent list, then it's just like okay, this is
0: the same. The, I was having a a conversation with. Oh, I forget who it was. Was it Apollo in the, the NBR lounge? About the potential of Calvin Pickard, a guy who's been waived half a dozen times over the last couple of years.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how many goalies Detroit has under contract. I know they've got Bernier and Grice, and then obviously Pickard. Oh, my God, they have a ton. They also have <laughs> Kevin Boyle, so somebody's going to be some of those guys have to go through waivers like somebody's going to be right for the pick and they are going to be teams that have you know have that extra goaltender at this point where Colorado uh, the last thing they need to do is trade for somebody again just don't There's even There's no reason to give on. up an asset. Oh yeah, see Hutchinson uh Hutchinson is back in Toronto along with Aaron Dell as well as Freddie Anderson and Jack Campbell. So that's yeah. another that's another
0: team that's gonna be there are teams that have too many goalies.
1: Yeah, there are gonna be guys that have to go through waivers. And it's just like, look, just pick that guy up, bring him in, and let him be the third goaltender. It's fine. I would prefer that and to leave Werner down in the hey, AHL to sure. play games. You know, at some point if he plays well and then injuries and then blah 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 blah. That's a conversation for down the road. But for right now, I want Werner, I want Werner playing games.
0: Can't disagree with that take. I I think as you mentioned, with Annan one year away realistically, you have to find out who Werner is right now. You can't wait around on that.
1: Because they're burning the first year of Annan's deal allowing him to stay in Finland this season. Um if they if if Annan gets here, you know, when Annan gets here next fall. You know, you want him playing in Loveland. You don't want him playing heavy backup minutes in the second year of his ELC behind Warner because you got cute this year and you're still just like, "Ah,
0: I mean, what's going on? What makes that conversation even more potentially confusing is that at the end of this year, is Grubauer still an Av? We have no idea right now.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, that is a completely different. What's funny is that's a, totally different conversation
0: it is absolutely but it still plays into the future of the goaltending position in Colorado
1: oh yeah but you still want to you still want to know is Adam is Adam Werner a meaningful NHL prospect or was it a flash in the pan
0: for sure. On that note, we can take our second period break, let you guys know about a DraftKings sports book for the next couple of days through the rest of 2020. They are giving you an offer to win 100 bucks when you bet $1 when you sign up for a new account with code DNVR and bet on who is going to win the college football championship. AJ, who you got? Who you putting your dollar on? Clemson. Yeah, he's sticking with it. He was Clemson at the start of the season. He's sticking with Clemson now. AJ will definitely not pay you $100 if you go with his bet and he's wrong, but he won't be wrong. So just go between yourself $100. bucks.
1: i am a big Trevor Lawrence fan. Always have been, and I'm just not betting against the guy who's lost like one game in his college career. <laughs>
0: There you go. Hard to bet against that. Go win yourself a hundred bucks with only risking a dollar. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get that hundred to one odds on any team in the college football semifinals to win the whole shebang. Again, code DNVR to let them know we sent you. Again, supporting our partners is a big part of what keeps us going over here at DNVR. This is for a limited time, only through the rest of this year. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 third period of the DNVR avalanche podcast presented by that DraftKings sports book where we're, we're digging into a little bit of the minutia of, of the abs goaltending situation here for sure. But the reality is you have four to six spots on a taxi squad. There's a very real possibility that you don't even use all six, but one of them has to be a goaltender mm-hmm. and there is a case to be made that you go out and get one of these random guys on the market right now, because again, you don't have to give up an asset for that, mm-hmm. but it just none. Nothing feels super good as a third goaltender right now, besides maybe getting a guy off waivers. And even then you're, you're relying on other teams to wave a, a capable guy.
1: Well, and, and- if we were going through the entire league, we could find. I have no guys. doubt
0: you'd find some decent ones. Yeah,
1: it's just the 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 thing is. I mean, like we're talking about the third goaltender um, that we've we've talked about Hunter Miska. I don't I don't understand the the chat asking about Hunter Miska. We've talked about him. But he's not like a realistic third option for them. He's not that great. He's a fine AHL goaltender, and he was a great story last year. He should be there. If they don't do anything, I'll say this again. If they don't do anything, Hunter Miska should be the taxi squad goaltender. And then uh, the AHL contract that they signed to Peyton Jones to out of Penn State last year, Peyton Jones will be the the backup to Adam Warner in Loveland. Yeah. Fine, that's Wait. it. Like Hunter, that's that's Hunter Miska's role. He's either platooning with Warner. Because they got a veteran, or he's, or he's the warm body on the taxi yeah, he's squad. he's the taxi squad answer right now, today, in this very moment, he's the taxi squad answer. But uh, that still only gives them four guys on NHL deals. Yeah. You're rolling, you're rolling the dice.
0: They literally really? used their fifth goaltender in the playoffs last year. So yeah,
1: right. <laughs> um, so that's that's it. That's that's all I've got to say about this guy. I, I wouldn't play him in the NHL. That's it. And, um, either either way, like this idea of like, sign a college kid, sign a guy out of uh, out of Europe. I, I mean, I I don't know that you're going to pull somebody out of Europe and be like have an NHL deal. Let's
0: let's let's put aside who the third goaltender is for just a second and talk about a tough reality that may or may not happen. Let's say the Avs do have an extended period of time during this regular season where they have to use a third goaltender. Someone gets hurt, somebody goes down, whatever. How do the expectations for this team change? Hold off on playoffs, just regular season. Is this still a playoff team, first of all? And what are they looking at? Are they still a top team in the league, or are they just scraping by?
1: Um, I mean, I think any any team in the NHL... just about any team. There are going to be some teams that are a little better set than others. You know, Nashville, Connor Ingram, um, Dallas, again, with Jake Ottinger, some of these clubs I think will be okay. Yep. Because they have top – That that's that's about the, the, the only time that you ever feel really, like, good about your third goaltender is if you have a top prospect who has played really well in the AHL – and and you know, maybe has an NHL future, but has been a been has been a good AHL player. That's about the only time you ever feel good about it. Otherwise, your third goaltender, you're surviving. Uh, I this 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 team is too talented to miss the playoffs in this bad of a division, no matter what. I Hunter Miska could be their number one goaltender, and I would not expect them to miss the playoffs. It would be a failure if they missed the playoffs. If Peyton Jones could be their goaltender, and I wouldn't care. It just the the team is just too good in front of it.
0: Yeah, i I tend to agree. I would certainly be taking a different approach to the series against Vegas, maybe even St. Louis. But
1: yeah. yeah, getting into the postseason, I would feel very differently about their chances to advance.
0: Um, but certainly, I mean, I mean just look at last year; the Avs would just score teams out of games.
1: Right. They led they led the postseason in scoring. Yep. Uh per game. So, you know, they could they could handle it. But and they're better this year. But they I mean, you're just not gonna you're not gonna go deep
0: sure. means like that. And and you know, maybe it's a situation of they lose one goaltender, but it's still Francois and their third goaltender or it's still Grubauer and yeah. their third goaltender or whatever, and you're not feeling as bad about it. But
1: Yeah, if you ha- and you have to trust that Frankie can do that job for you. Yep. And whoever is your number two and is on your NHL roster, you have to trust that they can handle the load if your top guy goes down. For sure. It like, It's
0: kind of the reality of the modern NHL where – it, your backup goaltender can't just be a guy that can play 15 games a year. It has to be a guy that is capable of doing the job or at least holding down the net in a serviceable way for you. Yeah. And he
1: has to, he has to keep you competitive.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to put it. You're not asking them to, to hold up the world, but he can't just lay eggs either. A yeah, lot of people I mean, do. A lot of people have faith in Frankie to be that guy.
1: I'm I'm not that concerned about Frankie and Nett, um, because I think I think he's shown to be both good enough and competitive enough and have the the short term memory where he just does not get down on himself and he'll come back the next day just fine. I think that's a huge component of it. I think he's got the mental aspect down, and he's a really hard worker, and he's he's just a really competitive he's a competitive dude. And I think that I'm I'm you know I'm not a I'm not a believer that I, I'm not a believer that he's like an actual legit starter. Yeah. But I I, I think don't... that he can I think he can keep them competitive. And I think the team in front of him is good enough that they, they'll be fine. Right. If, if like I I would not necessarily pick against them in a playoff series i would not necessarily pick against the abs because of francos he would be their weakest link no doubt but i think that uh, i I think that he's competitive enough
0: you'd be competitive right if you're having him be your starter for an entire season the feeling that i think we both get is you'd be okay but every night you'd say boy this sure would be easier if we had something better
1: it it, it across an entire season, um, you would say that might be the difference between a close, like second, third seed race, and winning the division running away. Yep, like not a huge difference, but enough that you would say it this does matters. matter.
0: Yeah, it's a good so, way to
1: put it. Yeah, um, I would say I, I, I'm not worrying about them getting by Tampa Bay yet. Yeah.
0: If you're playing They've Tampa got, Bay in the playoffs, you cross that bridge when you get there. I mean. Yeah, like
1: the only way – you all of this talk about the, the Avs could play Tampa Bay in the semifinals, like, okay. Um, but that means they got to, they got to the, the, the round of four, yeah. and that's a step forward, and everybody's really excited no matter what. They're going to play a good team no matter what when they get there. It just doesn't matter. You're going to play somebody good when you're there. Yep. So it's fine. Uh, how are fine. they going to get by Vegas? How are they going to get by St. Louis? <laughs> We've got a whole regular season to determine how that, how that shapes and, up.
0: And that's, it's not to say, you know, if it's Grubauer and net, it's not like we're writing off, getting by those other quality teams either. Like <laughs> those are still very much real NHL playoff series that the abs need to show up and win if they're going to win.
1: Yeah, and if St. Louis lives up to their potential, it means Jordan Bennington is good again. Yep. So that's a consideration. Um, and then obviously Vegas, we know that Robin Leonard is the truth and that Marc Andre Fleury, if if he's good again, you know, if he if the three year decline does not it is, has you been know, halted, does, yeah. Yeah. Then obviously Flowers a uh, he's great
0: little bit of off-topic news before we finish up here, but apparently Chara has signed with Washington. Cool. For reasons unknown, Washington really likes old defensemen, I guess.
1: I mean, they, uh, they were not... He was not going to go back to Boston, I think. Well, yeah. I think that was the conversation, and I think that was pretty accepted.
0: Certainly by the league. I don't know about Boston fans, but
1: I I don't know. Um, we we were looking at his underlying numbers yesterday, and we were just like, this guy's not very good anymore. Yeah, (laughs) you know, as a as a voice of experience, as a big dude that can certainly get the benefit of the doubt as he mangles opponents in front of the net. Fine, like okay, um what does it do for washington <laughs> i don't
0: know washington's just a weirdly built team at the moment to be honest they have this weird like youth movement that they're trying to hold on to while also managing ov backstrom bringing on achara it's just a weird spot that that team is in right now yeah they're in they're in kind of like the the post cup, what is happening to this team? Era. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, yeah, they kind of. I don't know. They're they're in a weird spot because they've got some like really good young players. Mm-hmm. You know, like Verana is a an underrated stud. That guy For kicks sure. ass. They've got a really good young goaltender. Yep. You know, like they they've got a really good young goaltender, and that could that could extend this whole thing. And, uh several more years if they if that guy continues to be dope. But I'm not sure. You know, Washington's sort of in this weird spot where half of their best players are really getting up there in age. But they're also getting like John Carlson just finished what second yeah. in the Norris voting trophy. The
0: first half of his season was definitely North Norris worthy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you know the the There's that's still a really good team. That's a formidable team. We'll see.
0: Well I don't know. All right. Again,
1: cannot be Colorado's problem until the round of four at the earliest. Yeah,
0: right. The Avs only have to play seven other teams for the next four months. Yeah.
1: We've we've got (laughs) fifty-six games in two rounds of the postseason until we give a shit about the rest (laughs) of the league.
0: On that note, let's get into some final thoughts on the Avs goaltending AJ top to bottom. I think we're feeling pretty good about Grubauer. I think we're feeling pretty mm-hmm. good to find about Francois. Yep. It's just solving that taxi squad problem.
1: It's really just the, who's going to be the third goalie that they keep around. It's not even like, who's the third goalie that they want to play in games. Who's their taxi squad goaltender? How do they handle that situation in general? That's it. Um, otherwise i feel fine about their goaltending i really don't have any bones about it
0: so on the list of problems to have for an nhl team you're feeling pretty okay if this is one of your bigger ones
1: yeah and i think we'll probably do this show tomorrow we'll we'll do a new year's resolution type of show where it's yeah. like you know this is these are these are the things that colorado really needs to get better at going into next year for sure i mean if The fact that their third goaltender is in the top five of their biggest remaining problems tells you everything you need to know about how loaded the team is. The team is very good.
0: Feeling good, man. I'm just ready for this hockey season to begin at this point. I I don't want to keep talking about it. I just want to watch some hockey and then break it down. That's what I I need in my life.
1: Two weeks from today, you and I will be prepping a –
0: Post game podcast.
1: A post game podcast,
0: yeah. At eleven thirty at night because of the start time of that game,
1: but <laughs> yeah, and I'll be in. I'm I'll be in Ball Arena. Yeah, truck box doing it.
0: So should be interesting. Maybe I don't even know what our rules
1: are yet. Yeah, so we have, we I actually haven't. don't even know. Uh, we got we got kind of a a warning email from the PHWA today saying some teams are trying to restrict. Uh, access to training camp, practice, and morning skate. The ABS have not given us any information yet. We don't even have a roster, <laughs> so we don't know if the ABS are one of those teams that's trying to clamp down on media access. We don't. We have no idea what we're going to be up, what, what we're going to be allowed to do. Well, but regardless of what they let us do, we're going to do lots of cool stuff anyway because that's just kind of how we roll
0: exactly right so you know you can catch us here five days a week doing this podcast well except for this friday we're taking new year's off deal with it um but we will be live tomorrow with a resolution show uh and then after that five days a week all season long including post-game shows for every single game and then yeah is it I think New Year's Day, we're starting our preview series. So keep your eyes peeled on YouTube for that. Be sure to like and subscribe to this if you want to catch when we go live every single time. Hit that little notification bell. Uh, yeah, other than that, check out the DNVR.com. A bunch of awesome stuff coming up on there. I'm working on a, uh, a tape for all of the WJC guys and their best plays so far of the tournament. So I think that'll be up on New Year's. So keep an eye out for that as well. We are out of here for the day with Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives, which you can now subscribe to and get 20% off every single time you buy. Or, of course, if you want to try it for the first time, use code DNVR20 when you check out to get that 20% off. It's been known to help with migraines, IBS, many other aches and pains as well. So if you haven't gotten it, give it a try today thank you for watching listening however you consume the podcast if you haven't checked out the youtube version of this podcast highly recommend it as we're up in our graphic game a little bit here as we get into the season so there's stuff you actually want to look at stuff you actually want to see that's it we'll talk to y'all tomorrow